Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Positivity Podcast. On this episode, I'm reunited with my good friend, Tammy Zachary. Tammy is a life coach that helps people to achieve their goals. In this podcast, we talk about mindset, happiness, energy, and much more. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Possibility, 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 Tune in. Tammy, nice to have you back on the podcast again. How are you doing? I'm good. Very good. How are you doing? Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good, thank you. It's been um, it's been a while since we last spoke. I think it was back in March. Should yeah. sure it was March or early April time. We it was around that time. Yeah, I was like at the beginning of this whole fiasco that we're dealing with. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. I mean. I think that was like the first, because I think we did it on Instagram Live, didn't we? Instagram yep. Live? Yep, we did Instagram Live. Yeah, because that was before I was doing like video. I think it was like when I, before I did that. So I really like kind of threw myself out of my comfort zone. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good to reconnect with you. And um, we said like, we talked about like mindset and, um, you know, like why, you know, like mindset is important you know, to have a kind of uh, focused mindset, would you say? Yeah, no, it's important. I mean, especially when you're in business or you're dealing with anything in life, it's all your mindset. When you're thinking like negative thoughts, negative things start happening to you and you wonder why. So it's always good to just check in with yourself and feel what you're feeling and see like what's not working and where you're misaligned so that you could totally work on your mind because with your mind, it creates anything. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think like, you know, your mindset and the way that you think and, you know, the thoughts that you say to yourself, it kind of like 
you know, it's, it's, it's energy almost, isn't it? Like, you know, your mindset, the things you do, the words you say, because, you know, like recently, you know, I had a few jobs and some of the jobs I was doing, I didn't like. And I was thinking about, you know, I was thinking those thoughts, like, I don't like those. And then I started to feel negative and then my energy started turning negative. And you kind of have to almost flip it around, don't you? Yeah. If you're aware of what you're thinking and what you're feeling, I think that's kind of where, you know, that's where it's kind of self-awareness probably comes in, probably. Yeah. And some people aren't even aware that they're even in that negative space. It's considered a blind spot and they don't even see it. They don't know what they don't know. And so people around them could see it and feel it. But if you're like, things aren't working out for your life, you checking in with yourself is self-awareness for sure. And Mm. if you're having like a bad day at work and things aren't moving in your direction and you're blaming everybody else, then you're like, okay, wait a second. Let me check in with myself. Let me see what this is, what's not going right. And your thoughts create your reality. So if you're yeah. like, even in your job, like when you're feeling like you just really don't want to be there and then you start walking around the office, like, oh, I really hate this job. It's your attitude. It's the way you're being about it. Mm. And if you didn't like check in with yourself, you probably would have never left. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think like, um, cause like you're, you know, you, you're a coach as well and you must, you know, like, you notice it when you know, probably working with clients or when you, you meet people, you know, you probably recognize how, you know, people's behavior and how they think sometimes. Yeah. When the, you know, I'm a mindset career coach for women entrepreneurs and we work on clarity, confidence and consistency in their business. And if you're not clear about what it is that you want to do, like your end goal, your target, where, where are you going? Where's your path? Where's your structure? And you don't have that foundation you're just living life like, oh my goodness, like where, like nothing's, nothing's panning out for me. How come I'm not getting the clients that I need? How come I'm not making money? And so, mm-hmm. yeah, if they're, when, when I'm on the phone with them, I could hear their blind spots. I could hear their rackets. I could hear where they're racketeering, where it's just like blaming other people and not taking responsibility for themselves. Mm-hmm. And then as a coach, I listen for, like I listen for what it is that they want. Like what did you know, we create on the first call, like their roadmap and when they're not being consistent with their roadmap then they're just like not aligned with their vision and their goals and their dreams. Mm. So it's super important to check in with yourself and especially with your mindset and seeing like, mm. okay, where, where am I, where, where are things that moving? Mm. Yeah. Why, like, why, why do you think sometimes people are like that? I mean, we can all, sometimes probably be like that ourselves at some point but why why, why would you why, why would you say people sometimes are like, like that you know do you think people don't think about it or people might not i mean people might have certain beliefs so they just act a certain way yeah i mean when you're between the ages of one and six or one and eight your environment your people around you your parents your family your friends that shapes you as a child. So then when we become adults or, you know, when you get older, you Mm. take on those certain beliefs and make it your reality as an adult. So when you Mm. see that behavior, you're acting out as a child and you're reacting towards certain things. Like when someone says, no, I know for myself, um, I did some, I did a communication course. And in that communication course, 
I used to think when people said no to me that they didn't love me. And if I said no to them, they didn't, I didn't love them. So I say, Mm. somebody asked me, Tammy, can you help me move this day? I would move my whole schedule around, go help them out, take them as a priority instead of the things that I already had scheduled. And then I would show up and be like, Hey, I love you. I'm here. And then (laughs) when I asked them to go to the movies, they're like, Oh no, I can't go. And I'm like, well, wait, what? You don't love me then. Like Mm. I just helped you move. What do you mean? And so in that moment, when I was in the course, I got that the word no isn't, I had like underlining conversation Yeah, yeah. of like, you don't love me. And I was like, so mind blowing because it was doing a self-awareness, you know, uh, Mm. self-development course and boom, it was like a aha light bulb moment. And I was like, Oh no. So now I say no, like, no, I can't do this right now. Like I have other things, um, priorities Mm. of mine. So I set those healthy boundaries. Um, but yeah. yeah, I used to always say, yes, I was a yes person. Yes, I'll go do this. Yes, I'll go do that. Yes, I'll do yeah. this. Yes, I'll do. And then my stuff doesn't get done. And then I'm blaming them mm. that my stuff didn't get done. Mm. Kind of crazy when you think about it, isn't it? <laughs> it's, um, and it's good that you kind of recognize that, you know, through that course. I think that's like one of the, the benefits of doing certain courses. You kind of, uh, you have to kind of look within don't you especially as a coach like when I did my course we did different modules and you had to really look at yourself um things would come up do you know what I mean things would come up and you would go into things and um I'm trying to think what what one of the things I realized um I think it was like my listening I recognized that I always kind of was always wanting to say something that makes sense and my listening i had to really work on that and kind of put certain things aside and listen and yeah but that but that's i think that's you know through being a person you know kind of improving your mindset isn't it is is key and you can really make you can really make changes from doing that yeah because listening is super it's a gift to somebody when you're listening through a filter you know like when you're listening to your mom or your girlfriend or your friends you already have like this prejudged notion and Mm -hmm. i got keen on my listening too because i always didn't want it to be silent like the awkward silence and just like oh my god i gotta put an um yes or you know and but i'm already not listening because i'm already wanting to say something ahead of what somebody else is, is saying and it's like i'm not listening i'm thinking about what i'm saying next and so it's good that you got cleared up on your listening so that you could just like make a change for yourself and other people around you and give them the space to be heard. Yeah, no, I agree. It was, it was difficult because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm quite extroverted and I, I talk, you know, and, uh, but yeah, it was, it was definitely a hard thing to, to change. But um, I think like, you know, people, people can change what, you know, as long as you recognize something in yourself, you can change it, can't you? If you, if you wanted to. Um, and I think that's kind of like, you know, one of the things that we, we mentioned was this is why like coaching is important because clients sometimes probably come to you with something they want to work on and that thing they want to work on probably isn't the actual thing they need to be working on. It might be something else probably. 
Exactly. They come to me with one thing and then they transform it and it's a deeper level of like what it actually is. And then diving deep into like really finding the source of that. Like, why are they ineffective? Why aren't they calling people? Why aren't they building relationships? Why aren't they firing their boss and hiring somebody else or hiring themselves and getting out of their own way? Because as a coach, what we do is we provide a space for them to be heard. You know, because people don't get heard. That's why there's reactive people walking the streets and like, ah, blaming and projecting their problems onto you. And when you could get as a human being that whatever that person's saying to you has nothing to do with you, has absolutely mm. nothing to do with you, how they're acting, how they're reacting, how they're speaking to you has, it has something to do with them. So I, and just listening to my clients, I get to hear what they're saying and not really hear, but really listen for what they, what they truly want. So it's good to be that space for them and create and hold them accountable. And they're finally just like dumping and clearing whatever's in their space. Like nothing's working. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, <laughs> what action are you going to take now after nothing's working? Like, okay, I get this isn't working. Let's work on, you know, seeing what we can do to improve what's not working. Because as, as mm. coaches, we work on what's not working and then we celebrate what's working. Mm. Yeah, no, exactly. And, I think it's quite effective. it's quite powerful coaching. It's like how people can shift and change, and you know, in a matter of minutes. Sometimes, um, I know when we did the course, at our, you know, my my course, we we had to do like uh, practices, we had to practice, and you would observe and you would see people doing it, and you would literally kind of feel like the energy in the person change. You'd see them before go, you know, before they were sitting in the chair, and once they had finished you know, a different person almost. Um, and someone described it as me to me as like, it's like person bringing a ball, a tangled ball of string to you and they just untangling that string through coaching. Yeah. yeah Cause they're, they're stuck with like that ball, that ball of string is actually like all their anger, resentment, fear, like that's all that's in that person. So they're reacting to life like, ah, nothing's working mm. for me. Why? Or it's doing really great, but they want to get to that next level, but they don't see what their performance is. So when mm. you, as a coach, we unravel that ball of yarn and just like, okay, well, let's get to the source of why you're not doing that. And it's probably the majority of the time, it's a young based conversation where they're, where they're taking it into their adulthood because their mm. mother said no to them. So they make it mean like, oh, I I, I can't sign up this client because they said no. So that means I'm a horrible person. And it's not that you failed. It, yeah. you, you're not a failure. You just failed at performing. And so go ask somebody else. That's going to be a yes. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. And I think like, you know, we can't always take things to heart, can we? And, you know, like a lot of the times, like you said, we react to you know, probably certain situations, kind of um, how you, it's like, does it respond? You know, how you choose to respond, you know, responding and reacting are like two different things, aren't they? And mm -hmm. I had a situation where the other week, a lady pulled up beside me in a car and she like hit her car against my door and then went round to the other car because she knew the person there. Didn't say anything. So what my reaction was, like, I felt a bit frustrated and I was like, just, keep calm it's okay probably not much damage i checked nothing wrong and then she did it to this side <laughs> and i was like 
I went from like zero to a hundred like that. And, and I was like, let's just be careful. And I just put window down. And I was like, you know, twice, like twice. And then she was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I just didn't say anything. I shut my door. And then it took me like probably 10 or 15 minutes to cool down. But then I just thought of it in myself. I was like, yeah, it's much worse if things happening in the world. You know, what am I, what am I worrying about? You know, that's, and it, I think that, you know, kind of, re is, it, uh, is it reframing? What's the right word? Like when you get a new perspective, like reframing yourself. Yeah, you reframed yourself. Yeah, you, you took a situation where you, were, you got, went from zero to 100 and she did it twice. You could have reacted and been like, called her every name in the book and like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, and said, you're like, okay, let me reframe this. Like there's better things going on in the world, like worse things going on in the mm. world you know and she's probably having a bad day and she doesn't even really realize maybe she's blind maybe she mm. she's dealing with something you never know yeah i think that's like what you said like you don't know what's happening in other people's lives and i think they might have had a bad day or they might be in a rush and then that thing that happens is you know just an effect from that isn't it mm-hmm yeah I mean, like, even when you're, like, driving down the street and someone cuts you off, you don't know if that man or woman is pregnant or they got into a mm. fight or they're rushing to go home because the babysitter's leaving. And here you are, like, it's sticking up your middle yeah. finger, like, oh, my God, no way. Like, yeah, this yeah. person, how dare you? And then you chase them down the road. It's like you're wasting that energy to go yeah. be right. And most people want to be right. And I got mm. that in, in my courses. Like, I used mm. to be you're wrong i'm right you're five minutes late you're, you're you're getting an earful at dinner so it wasn't pleasant being around me if you were five mm. minutes late it was 25 minutes talking about how you're late and oh wow you, oh yeah it was it was not it was not fun because i'm like you're late you don't respect my time you don't know that what i've been dealing with like i, I and it's exhausting to be in that space mm. so when i did the um a professional development course i got that like oh my god i make people mm. wrong just to be right yeah that's it's interesting isn't it it's so interesting how we can pick up certain things like you know for i don't know for people or the environment or growing up we're almost like sponges and um I, i've met some people and had relationships in the past where i remember i had a shower once and this particular person was like, you know, you took your time. And I'm like, I'm having a shower and getting ready. Like, what the hell? <laughs> it's nothing personal. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, I, I find people interesting and I, I'm, I'm sure you do as well. And um, we're all so different. And I think, I think when you accept that and you kind of come to terms with that, you kind of, don't take it too personally. Yeah. I mean, it took a while to yeah. get, get responsible for how I react and it, yeah. it was a practice and it's still a practice. It's never, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I, I could pop off. I can, I can mm. get nasty, you know, cause I'm human mm. and you know, like yeah. I'm human things, you know, I'm not some robot walking around like Miss Perfect or, you know, no. Miss Positivity. No, I'm human and things do yeah. get to me. And I have a choice in the matter. Do I want to react or do I want to like see 
something different in the situation, you know, mm. like look at a blessing in disguise and, and look at the good in things and look at the positive in things because mm. before, oh my goodness, it, everybody was yeah. wrong like and because mm. it was a little scared girl inside like mm. survival like I was surviving in conversations mm. I was surviving in my friendships and when you said no to me I'm like you don't love me you're not like you're not there for me how dare you and yeah that's exhausting to be around and it's so now I'm looking at inwards and seeing mm. what's not working in my life before I go mm. to anybody else and see what's not working in their lives, unless they're paying me as a client, then we get to do that. But yeah, I don't think that's a normal day person. No, no. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think like, you know, it's, it's almost like, I think like being a person, like it's always, um, we're always kind of like, like you said, we're not robots, we're not perfect. You know, we are human and we have days where, you know, things might happen, we might react and do things. I know, Oh, yeah, I'm, I, what star sign are you? I'm a Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Because do you believe, do you pay attention to star signs and things like that? Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. Because um, I'm an I'm Aries. Fire. You're yeah, a fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm an Aries and that's fire as well. And I can be like really chilled, but if something annoys me, it's just like, like I said, it's instant and it's like, I'm going to say something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, no, I, I, yeah, like I said, I think we're only human and I think we do make mistakes and we learn and it's just a constant process, isn't it? I think. It's key. We're, when we can get that we're nothing in word, like who do you want to be for today? Like, I learned that. I was like, what do you mean I'm nothing? Uh, what do you mean I'm nothing? And mm. I took it as like an insult. Like, what do you mean? I'm human. I, I matter. And they're like, no, you do matter. But you're, when you just could get that you're nothing in word and that anything you say, like committing to something out there, like I want to impact 10 million women, you know, mm. in their business, in their career and in their life. What is that going to take for me? Who do I get to be for them? And when I'm hiding and when I'm not doing what I say I'm going to do, like reach out to women, do podcasts, do, you know, events on Zoom. Now it's on Zoom. How mm. am I going to get to 10,000 women? You know, when my mm. word is I want to pick 10,000, like even waking up in the morning, like, oh, I want to wake up at 630 in the morning. I want to run. And then I wake up at 830 and I, and I sleep in a little bit longer yeah. and then I'm like, oh, nobody saw that. Like, nobody knows yeah. that I didn't wake up. <laughs> I said it to myself. Yeah. Um, but when you could get that, like, that's the word to yourself, that's integrity. And without integrity, nothing yeah. works. Mm. And so it's what you say to others. It's what you say to yourself. And it's what you, it's, it, it, it's also what you say that's not expected. Yeah. And so it's working that muscle and mindset. It's your mindset. And it's working that muscle mm. in. It's like going to the gym for your brain mm. and working on your word. Like I'm going to sit down and I'm going to be on this call at four o'clock. Mm. I'm going to be, you know, making a hundred phone calls today. Mm. And then if, when you start seeing that the universe starts opening up for you, what it is that you're creating and what you want, you're mm. like, wow, that was fast. And things start coming to you quicker because you're in word. That's why they say you're nothing in word. So 
things mm. start working for you and everyone's like oh is that miracles is that magic i'm like mm. no it's just it, it's the law of the universe mm. yeah no i i agree with what you said and i think like it's very powerful you know what you just mentioned and i think um that self-discipline you know in your mindset is is key um there's a quote i don't know who said it it's something like if you don't control your you're not in control of your mind your mind will control you or something like that mm -hmm. i don't know who exactly. said that um but it's like you said i i definitely sure when it comes to getting up early sometimes but once i'm in that routine i'm, I'm good to go but mm -hmm. getting into that routine is like difficult for me me personally um but like you said, it's, it's, um, when you say you have like a to-do list and like you said, the things that you, um, the tasks in the day, you, you know, that is like, like you said, a muscle, you know, mentally, isn't it? Kind of building that muscle and then doing those things. Um, and it's almost like a domino effect. I mean, I, I spoke about it with somebody else and I said, um, it's like, if you, if you have a day where you don't do that thing you're meant to do or a few tasks, it can then sometimes probably leak into the next day and if you don't do that thing and um like i, I did it today like i um, had to book in to a dentist today and i said to myself like the past few weeks i need to do that i need to do that and after like a couple of weeks i've done it today and i feel good for doing it it's out of the way now because <laughs> it takes up mental space in your head and when yeah. you're like for weeks and weeks and weeks now, if you would have wrote it down and said, I'm going to go three weeks and do it on this date. Now it's out of your head. So with like my clients and stuff, I'm like, write down at the end of the night, everything that's in your head, because if not, mm. you're not going to go to sleep. You're going to be restless and you're going to wake up with the same problems that you did at night. So if you could mm. just write down everything that you want to get out of your mind so that you could have a clear head. And even like, like when I take a shower, I'm like, okay, washing off everything that I need to wash off and washing mm. off things that like feeling like, okay, I feel bad. I feel angry. I feel sad. I feel, you know, whatever's not like positive for myself. And when I'm in the shower and then things will start coming to me, you know, it always happens when you're in the shower, right? Mm, <laughs> it's like things yeah. start coming to yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> like the does. best ideas. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God, I need a pen, but I'm in the shower. Okay. I'm going to think about it. Or like, yeah. I have to call this person or it's in my mind. Like, oh my God, I've been meaning to call this person. I mean, meaning to call this person, I mean, meaning so in every time it's in my head and it's taking up that mental, you know, mm, um, clarity yeah. in that space too. And so when I could just like get out of the shower or write something down at the night in the morning or get it out of my head and onto a piece of paper, it frees me up in that time. And then I'm able to like call in other things that I really truly want and desire because mm. If I don't call that person, like you said, three weeks, it's been in your head every single day until you went to it. And now you feel relieved. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely, um, it, it, it's almost, yeah, you're right. And it's like, you're almost carrying like a weight on your shoulders, even though there is no weight there. If that makes sense. And then you do that thing. You're like, oh, it's done. It's done. It's done now. And then you kind of then want to do the next thing, you know, it, and it's just kind of probably like building that momentum, isn't it? And keeping that kind of momentum going. I think that can be probably a hard thing to do. But I suppose, you know, it takes, someone said to me, like three weeks to develop a new habit. Um, 21 days. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's like going to the gym. Like you don't want to go to the gym, but you know, you want that six pack or you yeah. know, you want to lose that 20 pounds. And at the beginning, you're like, Oh my God, I don't want to go to the gym. And I want to go to the gym. And then you go to the gym and you're like, dang, I feel good. My muscles are like a little sore. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you feel the, the, the progress that you did. You know, sometimes I don't want to do Kundalini yoga. I don't want to do it. I'm like, I just, yeah. I want to sit on the couch and eat potato chips. Yeah. <laughs> like that sounds like so much more fun um, yeah. to me right now, you know? And yeah. then I get into Kundalini yoga and I'm just like, and I share that. I'm like, I just really don't want to be here right now. I don't mm. want to do the work. I don't want to do the breathing. I don't want to do the hard exercises. I don't want to do that. And then once I go through it, I'm like, oh, so mm. glad I did that. I'm yeah. so glad that I did that. Yeah. So like with with Kundalini Kundalini? Kundalini. Yoga. Kundalini. Sounds like uh, some Italian pasta or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, right? so so with Kundalini yoga, that's obviously different to normal yoga, right? Is it? Mm -hmm. Is it more so kind of what does that involve like Kundalini yoga? Is it it works with your prana, which is your breath, and the kundalini right. energy. And it clears your chakras and it gets alignment with your nervous system. And so, like yesterday, oh. I had, um, last night, I had, um, I always get like this little sore in between my shoulder blades. And, mm. and I just breathed into that space to get that pain to go away. Because mm. you could heal your body. So you just, when you're in Kundalini yoga, you do a lot of breathing and meditation and you do a lot of with your heart chakra. So we do a lot of arm movements. That's why I have like pretty good mm. muscles. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Um, so you're opening up your heart chakra. We open up our heart chakra a lot because it's connected to our brain and mm. into our, into our thinking and getting the flow of things and clearing out our chakras. We'll do mudras and we'll do, um, We'll do mudras and oh my god, like the kiras. Well, I'm going blank no, right now. That's fine. That's no, fine. That's um, fine. Yeah. But it's it's you're working with your your whole body, and we do wow. we do some savasanas and we do some you know regular yoga like Bikram yoga in there, but very 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 little. Um, it's more opening up your heart and dealing with the energy that you have and healing mm. yourself and doing a lot of breathing exercises. And we check in with ourselves and we bow down to ourselves and to the, everybody that we believe in. And mm. we give grace to everybody in our lives and people that we don't know. And it's an hour and a half and it's amazing. Yeah. Goes by so quick. You're in a meditation mm. for 11 minutes. It's breathing. Wow. Yeah. And then your arms will get tired. We'll, we'll do this you know, wow. and it's, and we do breath of fire. So you're working with 72,000 nerve endings in your belly button. So you're activating and you're breathing wow. in and out through your nose. And so you get a little Gosh. lightheaded and at the beginning of starting, you just jump right in. There's no like intermediate expert. <laughs> yeah. You just jump right on in. And if wow. you can't keep your arms up, you know, you kind of check in with yourself, like where else do you give up? Cause yeah. it's just, your body's telling you it's pain, it's pain, it's pain, but it's just your muscle just burning. Yeah. It's really like, so you breathe through it and then you're like, oh my God, if I could do this for 11 minutes or I could do whatever the exercise is, you know, whatever the 
what is it mm. called? It will come to me probably at the end. No, it's fun. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun doing it, and it's a discipline, and it's yeah, it's definitely good for your brain. Anybody could do it. Anybody, mm. any age, any time. And I just love my teacher, Sarah Rishi. Yeah. She's amazing. That's awesome. I really, I really, I you know, I really like that. You know, you're, you know, really into it, and it's something you really enjoy and something that you're passionate about. And I think like, I've I've never done yoga. My mum's done yoga. I know people who've done yoga. Um, I've done Pilates one time. That was the closest I got to yoga. Um, but I've I've only heard good things about it. And I, I you know Joe Rogan. He does a podcast, Joe Rogan. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he, he talks about yoga all the time. And I was like, thinking to myself, like, he's the kind of person who does yoga? I was like, but he's, it's, uh, it has so many benefits to it. And, um, like, and people probably should do it, you know? Like, you can do it at home. You can do it probably anywhere. I've seen people do it in the park. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really good for your mind and you're getting connected to source too, in the same sense, you're getting connected to yourself. Mm. You know, I mean, as a coach, I'm dealing with people's traumas and dramas and negative and positives and breakthroughs, mm. Mm. you know, but for me to be a coach and an effective coach, I got to do the work for myself too. You know, I yeah, do yeah, Reiki, yeah. I have a shaman. I, you know, I have two yeah. coaches. I have accountability partners. I have a mastermind group. Because I believe in community and I believe in tribe and I believe in, I got to do the work in order for me to provide for my clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely key, isn't it? And I think like, I think that's why I found like being the client pretty effective when you, you know, when I was learning to coach him because you then, you, like, I, I didn't really like you. I feel quite, you know, vulnerable and intimidated when you're in that space because it's like people are now asking you things but you kind of have to be on the other end of it to understand how it feels and you know in order to grow because if you just had a client and you haven't been in that person's shoes then it's not very effective and you kind of you know have that empathy very much so yeah, with uh, clients, think, <laughs> getting yeah. through that, yeah, getting to see that in them and have empathy for them for sure. Yeah, do you, do you think like um, empathy, you know, I feel like empathy is important. Do you think empathy, you know, in, in, in the world today, you think empathy is important? Yeah, and it's missing. It's missing. Because yeah. when you could be empathetic towards somebody else, and just get in their shoes. Like it has nothing to do with you. Like someone's having a bad day and they just want somebody to vent to, but they don't know how to ask somebody to vent to. So they just like take it out on you and then they react. And then it's a, it's a communication too, you know, it's mm. communicating with each other. And when you could just get that somebody's going through something, you know, I yeah. had some ladies, she um, it was, it was in Manhattan. It was on 34th mm. street and it's very Penn, you know, it's Penn Station, so it's very, very busy. And it was like Penn after, Station. I've yeah. got, yeah, I remember going through that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's mm. a hub for all the, for all the trains and stuff going in. And I'm sitting down, and it was it was around like seven o'clock at night, and I'm taking the train home, 
and I see this woman walking towards me and she has uh, her cane and, you know, she's looking at me. She's obviously a little drunk and I had a few drinks too with my girlfriends for happy hour and I'm just looking to get home and I have my ear pods on um, and I'm sitting down and it's busy and she's taking her cane and she's like pointing towards, she's far away from me, but she's like, she's coming after me. Like, you know, she can't walk that fast. And she's like, you, she starts cursing at me and yelling oh my at gosh. me. And I'm looking behind me and I'm like, is she talking to me? Yeah. I just kept sitting there and I'm just like, I'm, you know, and then I turn my phone off. Like I, I turn off, you know, the, the, the music that I was listening to. And she comes at me and she's like, you, and she started, you know, saying some racial stuff to me. And I'm like, this has nothing to do. I don't know you. Yeah. You know, I really don't know who you are, um, but she's taking it out on me for whatever reason. And so everybody's like moving away from me and I'm sitting there on the bench and <laughs> I was like, come here, sit down. Yeah. Like, come here. So obviously you're dealing with something. Come sit down. And so yeah. she sits down next to me. And I mean, after she cursed me out and everyone's like, what are you doing? Telling her to sit down. I'm like, she's obviously tired. She's doing like, has nothing yeah. to do with me. And wow. I mean, empathetic towards her and I said, sit down. And I'll never forget this moment. Like this woman and I had connected in this moment. And she says, I am so sorry. I did not mean to call you all those names. And like my friend, she's white and you look like her. And I just wanted to take everything out on you. I said, what's your name? She says, my name is Sheila. I said, Sheila, nice to meet you. I'm Tammy. I said, zip up your, your fanny pack because you're having your money fall out. Here goes your dollar. Yeah, yeah. And your beer is about to fall out too. And so I said, well, I don't want anybody to come up to you and take your money and take your, your beer and like, like, yeah, I don't yeah, want anybody yeah. to hurt you, you know? And she's like, I'm just so sorry. My name is Sheila. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in a shelter. I said, can I give you a hug? Like, do you need a hug right now? Like, I get mm. that you're dealing with something and I know that you think that I'm your friend because I look like her and you got into a fight mm. with her and, you know, just be careful like out there, you know, like I get that you're upset. And she like looked at me and she's like, you you I'm sorry but like you're so sweet and I didn't mean to do that to you and I was like it's okay no problem you know and she told me about her life she lives in a shelter down in Carnarvie and I, we were the train finally came and at that moment I'm like I'm done you could go on this train I'm gonna go on the yeah. next part because <laughs> I did too much. <laughs> it was like I get you know I was good you know I wanted to listen to my music you know that was yeah. but in that moment I could have reacted I could have been like yeah. who do you think you're talking to who do you think you know like get your yeah. cane out of my face you know like I could have gone there I could have totally gone there but I felt empathetic towards her and in that moment I was like mm. dang that was very powerful Tammy I'm I'm proud yeah. of you <laughs> yeah <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Gosh. That's so intense. Like it just shows you how important like empathy is. And it's like it's crazy how you kind of handled that situation because I think nine times out of probably nine times out of ten other people would have like gone the other way or walked off or just reacted and said something back. Um, yeah tensions can be high sometimes and the thing is in, th in that situation as well sometimes if you're in that situation the people around you almost can kind of look around and almost don't help you or walk off or look the other way and I remember when I went to New York I mean New York it's happened it's happened it's gonna happen anywhere but 
when I went to New York, some guy fell over in the middle of the street and people were like looking and looking at each other like, what do we do? And, and, and like no one helped him up. I think they were like, somebody helped him up eventually. But I, I looked at my friend and I thought, what the hell is going on? And, and um, when people react and get angry, or if there's a fight happening, people either they'll get their phones out or somebody else will get involved or people react. It's, it's a really, it's a really strange, uh, I don't know, it's, it's quite a strange thing, but I think it's great that, you know, you had that empathy, that empathy and that understanding for that woman to sit down and, you know, be grounded about it. Yeah, it was, it was, the other people were screaming at me, like, what are you doing around that homeless woman? What are you, you know, and I'm like, she probably hears that all the time. And, mm. you know, I'm, I, I just wanted to help her out. You know, she's a woman. She could have fell over into the tracks. She could have, you know, like yeah. I told her to sit down so that she doesn't fall over. You know, she was inebriated. She was really drunk. You know, you yeah. could smell it a mile away. And I'm yeah. just like, sit down. Like, come on, let's talk. You're a woman. I'm a woman. Like, mm. let me just give you some love right now. Because if I'm, I'm not, I could react and like, you know, mm. but everybody was like staring at me, like, "Are you really gonna have a conversation with her?" And I'm like, "Are you really <laughs> yeah. in this conversation? You could stop yeah. looking. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, you don't have to come. Like, this has nothing to do with you. Like, yeah. she didn't attack you. She attacks me. You know." And I, I told her to sit down. Like, mm. Sheila, sit, now that I know your name, Sheila, thank you for sharing your name. You know, but yeah, people, yeah, empathy is missing in the world. And when I could yeah. know that I could be that for someone else that's just a ripple effect for her to be like that for someone else, whether she takes it on or not. But she got, mm. she got impacted in that moment in a way where mm. she's like, Oh wow. Maybe, maybe I should check myself yeah. before I go do something, something like that. So mm. it was great to be that's, with her. No, I see. And I think as well with that, it gives that person, you know, like she, she's going to take you know, a lot of positive goodness from that. And, probably in her mind have more faith, you know, have faith in people, you know, like when, because, you know, from my experience, she then was like, well, that person was nice to me, you know, perhaps people aren't so bad, you know, and then she, you know, lives her life in probably a different way. So it's pretty powerful, isn't it? You know, how people can take things from situations. Um, and I think like what we mentioned earlier is like, you know, kind of you talking about magic and like how people, um, like how we kind of, we, I feel like we're on the same kind of wavelength and, you know, we, we've spoken like, to, you know, on, on video call, you know, a number of times and how, you know, energy and, you know, like the universe and people, there's like kind of magic to it, isn't, isn't there really? Yeah, it is magic and magic, Miracles and magic, when you can expect miracles, even in the midst of anything going bad or wrong, like if you could just get that there's nothing bad or wrong and you can just be free with just whatever magic, like it's magic. Like, oh my God, mm. this is, let's look for magic. Let's look for miracles. Like where, where can I find a miracle, you know, mm. in this whole situation, whether it's like making you down or up, let's just look at miracles and magic starts to happen. And you're like, how did mm. that happen? Is how did that happen? How did that happen? So you just start looking at your life and start yeah. appreciating and, and being thankful and grateful. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think like gratitude is a big thing, isn't it? As well. Um, you know, being grateful for, uh, you know, things that you have, things like that. Yeah. 
when you could look at being grateful for things that are in your life. I mean, gratitude is second most strongest powerful thing that you could do in this planet besides forgiveness. Forgiveness is mm -hmm. number one. Cause when you could forgive somebody and forgive yourself or, you know, stop beating yourself up, there's so much freedom in that. And what mm -hmm. gratitude does is it gives that energy off of like, Oh my God, like when I'm feeling down and out and I'm having a bad day or a bad week or just bad anything, I go and write a gratitude list. I'm like, mm -hmm. just to sw like switch up my frequencies and my energy. Cause when mm -hmm. I can look at like, Oh my God, I have a roof over my head. I have clothes. I have food is money. I have friends. I have family. I have, you know, the clothes that I'm wearing now I'm able to be online. Mm -hmm. I'm very thankful and grateful because some people don't have this. Mm -hmm. And so you start generating that, that, that positive energy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I think like, I, I think about it sometimes. Sometimes like, you know, I probably get triggered or feel a certain way. Probably sometimes think, you know, we can all get caught off guard sometimes. So then when you, when you think about it, you're like, yeah, there are, you know, we are quite fortunate. We are quite lucky, you know, like I said, to have a roof over our heads or internet. And sometimes people, not, not everybody, but sometimes we, people can take probably things for granted or like, yeah, almost, I think like, people always want the next best thing sometimes, you know, like it's kind of how society is a little bit, you know, the latest phone, the latest this and that. And it's like, well, hang on a sec, you've already got you know, five shirts. Do you need another one? Uh, you know, little things, like, I'm guilty of it. I've got, I used, to, I used to buy a new shirt sometimes to go out and I, I would do that quite a lot. And then over time I was like, you know, do I really? need a new shirt you know got <laughs> so many more but it's it's that balance it's trying to find that balance isn't it and um that healthy balance but there's nothing wrong with getting the things that you like because we, like, we all like our own things don't we but yeah um yeah i think it's something that balance probably really just being grateful for sometimes probably the things that we have it, when you could be grateful for the things that you have and balancing it out like you mean look at what happened during this whole quarantine time nobody's going out buying things because you have nowhere to go besides put on your pjs and a nice shirt so you could be on zoom calls <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you're just like wait i really don't need all these things and then you part, start putting in perspective you know like men who used to go out and work all day long all day long and now they're, they're stuck at home with their children now they're getting a connection with their children like wait a second the morale of the office could just be everybody coming in you know yeah. once or twice a week and, and the rest of them working from home and take another extra day off so yeah it's it, a lot of things have changed and perspectives have changed and mm. repivoting yourself and re, a lot of people that are you know that i speak to and they had to reinvent themselves mm. You know, yeah. including myself, like I used to go to networks and be out with people and, and, you know, throw events. Now I'm like, oh, wait, there's, you can't go to take events. Yeah. We can't, we can't go. So how am I going to do this? So now online is the best way. So where we can connect, like I met you, mm. you know, through, through online. Yeah, no, it's, it is pretty fascinating, isn't it? And I think it's, it, I find it pretty incredible how, we've adapted and how businesses have adapted, you know, throughout this time, because I, I went, you know, in America, you have, in New York, you have TJ Maxx, mm -hmm. TJ Maxx. We have 
TK Max over here, same company, but it's TK. Different letter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I had a look around and it's like, you know, the way it's all set up and how, you know, how it is now. It's like if you would have fought back six months ago, five months ago, oh, what, things, places are going to be like this now. You'd be like, what? So, <laughs> I, you know, I do feel sorry for businesses, like you said, you know, who um, didn't, who wasn't able to imp improvise, you know, because I think I was talking to somebody who uh, lives in New York as well. And she was saying, like, um, you can't eat in restaurants or anything inside. Not yet. Is that right? Not well, yet. In, in the boroughs, you can't, but like in Long Island and ev everywhere else, you can. Yeah. It's so, so weird. It's like Brooklyn, you can't be out in, in the streets. I mean, you can't be out in the restaurants, but you can be out on the streets, but now it's getting colder now. So now you can't, you know, yeah. nobody can sit inside, but only outdoor seating. But now there's a lawsuit going on with the restaurants. And now coming September 30th, now 25%, they're allowed to eat inside. Like you're allowed to have 25% um, occupancy. Four tables. So <laughs> New York's really small. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> New York is really small. And yeah, so it's like four tables instead of, you know, the 12 that you that you have. Yeah, it's, I, I don't know how it's going to work, but I guess you got to make a reservation 10 months of, in advance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's it. It's like uh, 10 months because <laughs> there's so many seating. <laughs> yeah, but um. But no, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see how things pan out. And I think, like you said, in the terms of offices and office space, you know, a lot of businesses, like you said, are probably just using them to catch up, touch base of things, and then people can then do, you know, other things. But I think in that as well, with the whole situation, there's almost like a silver lining to it, isn't it? People, like you said, have been able to develop, probably develop more relationships online, reconnect family in some way. Um, you know, reinvent themselves, like you said. Um, so, you know, there is, there are, I found there are positives to it, you know, amongst mm -hmm. a lot of the other things. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of things going on in the world. And if you could just reinvent yourself, I mean, I've spoken to so many women and so many people and reinventing the wheel. And like, mm. you know, even now with school starting, you got to like figure out homeschooling so much. I mean, there's so many different things going on at once because it's a whole new world that we're all living in. Mm. And you just got to repivot yourself and, and look at where your mind is going, especially, you know, like, mm. how are you feeling? Like check in with yourself and feel mm. what you're feeling. And it's okay to feel sad, like go cry, go scream in a pillow if you need to, mm. you know, to get mm. that frustration out, to get the anger out. So mm it's good to just release it, but also feel it and go through it. And it's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad at all to feel sad, depressed. Like people feel no. like I need to be happy all the time. Like, no, it's okay to feel that way. Yeah. And, you know, like my clients beat themselves up and, and they're very hard on them because I'm very hard on myself, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super hard on myself. Um, mm. And I beat myself up mentally and like, oh my God, I'm such a horrible person. And why did I do yeah. this? And why, and it, it, it doesn't make a difference, you know, but I'm no. supposed to see something in this and why am I feeling like this and get mm. to the source of that. Like, where is this coming from? And yeah. being able to be okay and clear that space and transform it into something else. 
mm. you know, but it's okay to feel the way you are and just be aware of it because mm. the results that you want in work and life, you could be effective or ineffective, but just know that when you're mm. ineffective, work on it. When you're effective, do more of that. Yeah. No, I think that they're really good points. I think like it's like owning it, isn't it? It's owning whatever is going on. It's yeah. almost like, yeah, yeah, being responsible. And then you have a choice. You can continue to be ineffective. You can continue to cry. You can continue. It's totally your choice. People are like, oh, the world, they play victim. I I'm, was a big yeah. victim before all of this transformational work and hiring coaches for eight years. And I'm like, oh, I'm responsible for how this is occurring in my life. There's so much mm. freedom in that. So much freedom. Mm. Yeah, no, that's it. And it's like how you grow, isn't it? That's, you know, it, it's um, pretty transformational, like you said, when you start doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Transformation is in a yeah. moment. You could transform right now. In a, yeah. in a moment. <laughs> it's yeah. your choice. Mm. No, I see, exactly. Um, but like, if you, just to like, kind of like round up, so I know, I know you said like an hour, are you okay for time? Are you okay mm -hmm. for time? Are you all right? Yeah, I have like five more minutes left. Yeah, sure. Um, have you uh, been, I usually ask people, have you been reading any books at all? Have you read any Yeah, recently? Uh, I'm reading Conversations with God right now. Nice. Yeah, and then I have, um, I'm listening to, um, your wish is your command. This is an audio, 14 audios that I, mm. that I have. And I have, um, what else? And, and plus I write, I'm, I'm writing my own book. Nice. For entrepreneurs. And I put a hold on it for now, but it, I'm going to get yeah, back yeah, on yeah. it again. I wrote, wrote four chapters. I have nice. the whole outline of what I'm going to write. I just yeah. want to focus on what I need to do first and then and then go back into writing. So I'm in no rush. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I wish you all the best with that. And we you know when you're doing it or when you've done it, just let me know and I'll put it out there for you and you can talk about it on here and I'll yeah, promote it. When, yeah. when it comes up, we'll do another podcast yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. But um, but no, it's, it's been a pleasure talking to you again, Tommy. And, um, you know, I've really... You know, I think you do an amazing job and what you're doing and you know what you're about and it's always a pleasure you know to connect with you thank you thank you i appreciate no, this i'm so i no, love your podcast and i love that you're reaching out to people and making a difference in their lives and you're connecting with so many people around the world so that's that's i can't i can't wait to see where you're going to be in six months from now you know yeah. like i've seen <laughs> you in march and now i see you now and it's like a whole different person and i and i love who you're becoming too oh, thank you <laughs> that's really really touching really really means a lot oh you're welcome no, you you got welcome. you got big places to go yeah. <laughs> we both no, do <laughs> yeah we both do no you're welcome no you're welcome and you're you know you're gonna like do great you're doing great things now and you know like you can just go even you know both go, gonna go further and further on me really and oh, i wish you all the, i wish you all the best in what you're doing and your book and everything else oh, you're welcome thank you so much i appreciate this yeah love it no same but um but yeah um where can people find you on social media again and uh, things like that yeah you can find me um at coach underscore tammy t-a-m-i and you can find me on facebook tammy zachary z-a-k-r-i-e 
uh, first name Tammy, T-A-M-I. Um, so Facebook and uh, Instagram. Yeah. yeah, no, awesome. And I have a website. I forget about my website all the time. <laughs> um, it's TammyZachary.com, T-A-M-I-Z-A-K-R-I-E.com. So yeah, you can check me out there. Yeah, yeah. No, it sounds good. And I'll, I'll put all the links in the description for you as well so people can get to it. Awesome. Thank you. I no, love no, it. No. Thanks for having yeah. me. No, you're welcome. Good to have you. Take Thank care. You. All right. <laughs> Hi there. I'd just like to say a massive thank you for listening to my podcast. I really hope that my podcast has a positive impact and provides positive value to you and your life. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach and I'm offering free discovery call consultations up to 15 minutes. And through these calls, I will touch base with you and see where you're at in your current situation. And as a life coach, I can help you in areas with, you know, mental health, anxiety, depression, goal setting, your relationship coaching, and, you know, many other areas of life. So if you're interested in having a free consultation, please get in touch at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com or you can reach me on LinkedIn with the name Adam Parr or my Instagram at positivity 94 so if you're interested in having a consultation and you know you're at a place in your life where you know you're wanting to reach out for help um, please get in touch and um, I'll be happy to to help you um, have a great day and um, all the best take care